Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting Podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. Okay, on to another episode. I guess we should talk about Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz first. Yeah, right. That was the biggest fight of the weekend. weekend. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the whole card? No. I watched a little bit of Jeremy Stevens and Avila. Okay. Yeah, and, Chris Avila. And, yeah. then, and then the two ladies. It was just kind of in the background right. of that. And then, yeah, it was like late. I always, I want them to start fights early. They like, did start early. Fun. This card was like five hours long. No, but the main fight should be at like fucking 10 o'clock. Yeah, Eastern time. Yeah, for us, it's more reasonable. Yeah. I know. It's like, oh, it's miserable. It's late. So I couldn't really focus that much, but. Okay. Did you see the whole card or did you just watch the main event? I was out, but I was watching it on my phone, maybe like half of it. I saw the Stevens fight. I saw the women's fight. What was the fight before it? Oh, what's his face? Sylvia KO. He's sick. I've been following him a while since he was an amateur. So he's sick. Probably the best footwork for a young guy. I think that's all the matches I saw. Yeah, so what did you of think course, of the main event? It was exactly how I thought it was going to go. Yeah, which is my what buddy Jake had called it. He's like, "Oh, Jake's gonna smash him early, for sure." And then typical Nate Diaz cardio. He's gonna come back late. He's gonna win the last two or three rounds, but it's too little, too late. I'm like, "Yep, yeah, that's th- that's pretty much it." Nate Diaz is the king of winning the moral victory. <laughs> like, just in his head, he's like, "Whatever, I didn't lose, even though he was losing." And there was like, he was doing the pitter patter punches, which I love. But then as he was like winning with his cardio, he just stopped punching as much and he would just showboat and like, and it's like awesome because it's funny, but it's also like, just keep hitting him. And I think his trainer even got upset at him, like Richie Perez. Like, I think he was a little like, come on, like Nate, you could do, and Nate was like, I'm sorry. I feel like, I don't know what Nate was thinking. Nate's wild. I don't think Nate thinks that much. Yeah, I don't know. The knockdown was big. I thought the commentating was Pretty strongly biased for Jake. It just felt like even when like Diaz did out of a couple of bright spots, they never highlighted it. In between rounds, there was never one single highlight from Nate Diaz. Even the rounds he won, I was surprised. That's true. He did have some nice combos. I didn't think of that while I was watching. Like I felt it though it was closer than what the announcers were saying. Yes. But Jake was winning still. 100%. Yeah, Jake but won, it, no question about it. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just a shame. And now they could potentially have an MMA match. I don't know. I don't even know if that's going to transpire. I want them to do the MMA match. I feel like I'm, I went from hating Jake Paul to kind of like respecting him for the little niche that he's found. You know, like mm-hmm. he's not a great boxer, but he's like beating all these old UFC dudes who in real life would fuck up most people, right? So, and, and so yeah. Jake Paul was one of these regular people, but decent athlete like you know genetically and then he's using his money to train well you know and if he's mm-hmm. good enough to even give people like nate d as a black eye like i think that's like respectable you know i saw people on forums being like i'll respect him when he beats i don't know some top boxer i'm like i respect a lot of people that are just in the gym <laughs> you know like oh, this yeah is a do tough- you think you could beat tyrone woodley in a boxing match like oh like he has to be better like i don't know i don't understand that like when people are like oh he'll get my respect at this point why is that? Because you can do it. Like I don't understand why. And also, why is your respect important? 
I don't know. It's a weird <laughs> thing. Like they comment, like, I don't give a fuck. I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Jake, if Jake was saying he's like the best in the world, then yeah, I'd be like, all right, shut up. You're beating right. these people. But it, but I think he's been pretty like honest, like, yo, I've been doing this for three years and I'm beating these legends and they are kind of like legends. So like yeah. he found like a little hack to it. Yeah, I definitely don't but, think it's easy. What if Jake wins an MMA? No, then I would cry. I would be like, that would be, I would be like, if he beat Nate Diaz in MMA, look, it'd be impressive. Then he's just awesome. But it would hurt MMA a little bit. Definitely. Yep. It definitely would. And, but when he said $10 million PFL, isn't he part owner of the PFL? No, he has a deal with PFL. He's not. An he, has owner, a de- he has a deal. He's a part. I just feel like he and Ngannou. Then are Nate, doing- Nate also made the stipulation that he needs his deal, like his his promotion like, to be like a co-promotion to it and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I think they're going to lose it. I know. If they make it complicated, many, they'll lose it. Yeah, everyone wants their money. Like it's the PFL, it's Jake, and it's Nate. They all want a lot of money and they all want bigger pieces of the pie, not just like their purses. So I, feel, I don't know. I feel like Jake's at 10 million. I feel like Nate could get 10 million. And then if they each got 10 million, they might just do it. PFL has been spending a shit ton of money like, is it going to make more than that? I don't know. I think it would. And I think like there's so much money That's now. With, like, the, there's like Saudi Arabian money and foreign money and just like corrupt money. Like $20 million is not an insane amount of money, especially when Maybe. people will watch it. Like I think, I think there's at least a couple million people that will watch it. I'm not saying they're all going to buy it. In diff- yeah. That's the difference though, right? We watch it. Did we buy it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's but the crowd different. is loud and they still get paid a lot in sponsorships and a lot of people buy it. Like I saw a lot of like bars and stuff being like, yeah, we're going to have the DS fight. Like, and the crowd was insane. Like, I don't know. They're big stars and they're only getting bigger. And I feel yeah. like if they do the MMA thing, that's like a new angle. And a lot of people will watch that. I guess it's definitely got to be promoted well because PFL doesn't get much at all. No, but. If the Paul brothers are good at anything, it's promotion. Diaz has a cult following. And Mm. if it's like PFL and MMA, and I think PFL is also associated with ESPN. Like, I think that's something they're going to talk about, even though it's like a sideshow. I just feel like that's PFL's chance at like, like having a show where over a million people buy it. That could be Francis Nagano on that card too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or not even on that card, because that could be the other one, you know, but sure. it promotes the Nganu card because it'll be after. Because Nganu was there talking about his Tyson Fury fight. I just feel like that could be a good one-two combo. Mm-hmm. It could. Yeah, we'll see. What do you think about Nate? What do you think about Nate doing like the guillotine choke and all those things? I was just about to ask you that. I felt like there was a prop bet where it's like, will Nate go for a guillotine? And I feel like he bet, I feel like he bet on himself. So just do that. And he let go. And he was like, I'm sorry. Nate was just having a good time. And I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism that the Diaz brothers have, where it's like they know they're not good enough to win, but they're just like, whatever, we'll have fun or we'll win in our way. Like, we'll embarrass you. Like, I don't know what it is. But All it's right, like, so here's what I love about the situation. I love this because Nate treated it like a match. And everyone's like, you don't play boxing. You don't play boxing. It's a fight. It's a fight. And what Nate Diaz basically did, he's like, this is not a fight. This is limited rules. I can only punch this guy. Like, if he's in a real fight with me, I'll kill him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He made the distinction of like, no, 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 no. MMA is superior. Boxing is a match. This is fun. You know, and no one's really done that before. 
So I appreciate that Nate did that just to kind of get boxing in its place a little bit. I hate that they say, oh, you don't play boxing. I'm like, ah, yeah, I get that. But that's just like semantics of the words. You know what I mean? That's not really you are are agreeing to these rules, right? It's not a fight. It is in violence, right? Like I'm trying to do harm to you, but I still have to abide by these rules. MMA is still same thing, but it's a little less rules. I half agree with you because Nate did play boxing. You're right. Like he was, Mm -hmm. he was having a good time. And even the announcer that was the boxer, I forget his name. Mm -hmm. Halfway through the fight, he was like, Oh, it was Antonio Tarver, I think, right? Oh, Tarver. He was like, he's like, Oh, he's like, I understand now that Diaz endurance because he wasn't getting tired. And they made a good point too. Dan Hardy made a good point where he was like, in MMA, you get one minute of rest every five minutes. Where in boxing, you're getting two minutes of rest every six minutes. So it's almost twice as much rest. And so mm-hmm. Diaz, you can tell, just kept could have gone for 20 fucking oh, yeah. rounds. Uh, yeah, had it been like old school boxing, 15 rounds, 20 rounds, Diaz would win for sure. Yeah. But Woodley and other people that have fought, like when Woodley fought Paul, he was like, I could kick your ass. So the, I think all the MMA guys always are using that. But that's why I said I think it's a little bit like a defense mechanism. Oh, 100%. I, I agree there for sure. Because when you're going into boxing, try to beat him in boxing. Like if I yes. was doing jujitsu with somebody and then they were like, oh, but if punching was yeah. like, I'm like, I know, but if punching, that's different. Like, you know what do you want me to do? We're playing this game right now. <laughs> so yes. agreed. Part of me thinks Diaz, I don't know, but people love them, right? And like, it's yep. not because they win. And so whatever, they found their niche. And now I you love heard them. Um, you heard Nick call out Logan? No, he did. Yeah, Nick Nick Diaz like said like, "Oh, I should I should go against uh Logan Paul. Big brothers." You like <laughs> Yeah, they should. All right, so if let's just say if Nick were to verse Logan, who would you pick? Oh, I would pick Nick cuz Logan doesn't really box, right? He wrestles and it's more of a game. If Nick lost to Logan, I mean, I'd Logan be- boxed Mayweather. He did, but that felt even more like an exhibition, you know? I guess. I don't know. I, Nick hasn't looked good. No, but Nick still threw like 500 punches against Robbie Lawler. I don't want to believe Logan Paul's better than uh, Robbie Lawler. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel I'm going to watch it. That's the thing. I, I'd watch every single one of these fights. True. True. Right. They're all interesting. I don't know. Some people hate them. And I I hate them only if my guy loses. Like, I loved when Silva beat... Who did he beat? Oh, the what's Mexican his face? Champ? His son. Yeah. Yeah, Julio Cesar Chavez, yep. Like, that was amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. When that happened, and it was like, oh, I like highlighted MMA a little bit in the sport, and like how these people in their individual, like, styles yeah, Like, seeing amazing. your heroes lose. I don't mind watching them lose to, like, other people that are great and up and coming and working hard, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Logan Paul is a little... But Logan Paul, like, if they did MMA... And Logan Paul does like wrestle and is a good wrestler and trains like that would be cool. And I could be like, okay with him losing. But if it's like a boxing match and he lost to Logan Paul, I'd be a little bit like, come on. Okay. You got to just, right. you got to just rest. But Jake Paul is training to be a boxer. So when he does beat like Diaz now, I'm not like, oh my God, my heart is broken. Like well, you're training to be a boxer. You've been training hard with okay. great trainers and putting a lot of money towards it. And Nate Diaz is older now, right? And has done so many different arts. Mm-hmm. But if Jake beat Nate in MMA and fighting, that would be painful. That would be like, oh, 
how'd you lose? And that would be like, yeah, watching our heroes die a little. Yeah. All right. Now, like many people, they chose to watch, and I did too, Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul over Corey Sanhagen, Rob Font. Mm -hmm. Do you think... I mean, it goes to show that the entertainment side is more valuable than like the better fight because that is the better fight. No? Yes. So like, I don't understand why it takes so long for people to realize that entertainment is more important than the sport. Now, of course you need this, you no, know, but a you certain level jump. of sport. You need a certain level of sport yeah. for sure because otherwise you, you end up with WWE, which is, I mean, no knock on WWE. Like, I love entertainment. I like that too. But- yeah, like when push comes to shove, I still think the entertainment is more important. Like your sport doesn't matter if it doesn't entertain, right? So yeah, I guess so. I'm always curious as to why we don't see more circus fights everywhere. Like we are seeing them more now. They are gaining more prevalence. But I wonder if we're going to hit an era where it is just you know, followers, like I'd, I'd want to see like Bradley Martin fighting, right? Like Bradley Martin, that, that's, DJ, that's what that I, might happen. That's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Bradley Martin versus Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. I don't like and the that's term way more intriguing than a lot of fights. Like you can tell me a title fight and then that one. And I'm like, oh, I think I still want to watch that one. Yes. So Bradley Martin is what? He's like a weightlifter. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically a bodybuilder, but he's like. He's not the typical bodybuilder, though. He is very athletic. He's very flexible. Like, he can do some gnarly things that I don't think people are aware of. Like, he's not just a big, strong guy. He can move. Okay. He can move. He's big. I think he's like 240, like 6'3. But and no fighting he, technique. Yeah. And he, like, he had a podcast where he talked to, like, Nate Diaz. And he's like, who do you think mm -hmm. would win in a fight? You know, Nate Diaz laughed a little. And then they brought up, like, Demetrius Johnson. And Devin Bradley Haney Martin was the original. Yeah, and, and Bradley Martin just thinks he can smash all these small guys. And, like, Nate Diaz is like, I don't even think so. Even Brendan Schaub was like, dude, I don't think so. Yeah. But I would love to see that fight. And I don't think that's a circus fight when it's Demetrius Johnson, who weighs maybe, like, 145 without cutting weight versus a guy that's, like, 245 and a weightlifter. Because Demetrius Johnson has dedicated, like, 20 years or 30 years of his life to becoming a master. But Bradley Martin is probably also dedicated like 15 years of his life, 20 years of life to be jacked, you know? So yeah. it's just two different types of levels. I don't, sure. I feel like when we call it a circus or gimmick, it like diminishes it. It's still two people fighting, I, you know? It's just, I, don't, I don't use that connotation. When I mean circus fight, I just think it's extraordinary. To me, a circus is extraordinary. Yeah. They do extraordinary things. I don't, I don't mean it as a negative connotation. I actually like that extraordinary fights you know yeah, like and it's that's what it just... is can regular people do the things that people do in a circus hell no so like yeah i don't think people should look yeah. at that as necessarily a bad thing i want to see dj versus bradley martin so bad like how do you think that dj goes? agreed to it but it was only if it was grappling i hate that i don't feel like that fully proves it and i don't know like it doesn't that's the other thing is that a cop out or i mean DJ does have a career. He has a contract to fulfill. One championship is usually pretty good with letting them do with what they want to do on the side, especially with DJ, I'm sure. But still, like, unless this fight is in one championship, which is, this is, doesn't sound like something that one championship wants to do, but they you don't should. want to have Why your product do damaged either. 
this is such a big fight. One championship should 100% do it. Like, this easily gets 5 to 10 million views on their clips. Like, I'm not saying buys, but 10 million people will 100% Honestly, I think I think this would be a top five selling event. Honestly, I would pay for sure. You know how many Asian people would love to watch just like this big fucking body. Yeah, they still watch Bob Sapp. Versus, yeah, exactly. Versus that. Bob Sapp yeah. is like 11 and 12 in MMA. He's got more losses than wins. And we still want to see him. And this kind of it was, there's no better advertisement either for martial arts than DJ beating this guy. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like if I was as good as DJ, there's no way I go, hey, let's just grapple. I would be like, let's fight because it's a win-win. You lose whatever. You lost to somebody 120 pounds bigger than you, whatever. Yeah, I think DJ's just entertaining this as like playful because I, from what I gather, from hearing DJ talk about it, it sounds like he's like, I'll beat him no question, but let me not like kill him. We'll just do grappling so it's not too bad for him. I, I literally think it's his mercy on on him. I maybe but it'll be up to Bradley Martin to try to up those stakes with striking. Yeah, Bradley should <laughs> up those stakes. I don't know because I don't know who Bradley Martin is and how many fucking assholes have podcasts now. Like you know what I mean? Like every it's just Bradley somebody that's popular. What happened? Bradley Martin's really popular. But I'm saying he's becoming even more popular because of yep. this. Like, this is why yep. I know him because he talked about this. Yep. So he should just up the stakes. Like, I'll respect him. And even if he loses, I respect the fact that he's like, Agreed. no, let me prove it. I can do it. Yes. Right? The same yes. way with Jake. Like, I'll, I'll like that. Like, go for it. Like, you know? Yep. yep. But I really want to see that fight. And I think that would be the funnest fight. And yeah, we should mm-hmm. see more interesting fights. Like, whatever. People are shitting on like Elon and uh, Zuckerberg, but Mm-hmm. that's exciting. Like I want to see regular people have to work hard and put themselves on the line and fighting makes it so vulnerable, you know, like, yeah, L- let's get into that one too. Elon versus Zuck. So the trash talk is still happening, but Zuck doesn't think Elon's going to fight him or maybe that's like his strategy. First of all, Elon, I don't know if he's trying to sound like a moron, but he just sounds like a moron with everything he does. Like somebody t- tweeted him like, yo, are you working out? Like you training? And he goes, mm-hmm. I don't really have time to train. I'm just lifting weights in the office occasionally. And he did like a live video of him, like lifting mm-hmm. a 45 pound dumbbell. And then they were like, when are you fighting? And he goes, well, actually I have to get an MRI on my neck and back. Like I heard it. Yes. And he so did I say that he might need surgery before any fight. What a pussy. No, that is <laughs> such a, like, what a statement to make. And then Zuckerberg, he is making Zuckerberg look like a man, right? Like Zuckerberg's whole thing is that he's a robot and he's like a fucking yeah. nerd. And meanwhile, Zuckerberg tweeted like, I told him I wanted to fight August 26th, like ASAP. Mm-hmm. And then, like Elon is talking about like, oh, I'm not really worried about this. Like I build muscle fast. Yeah, anybody that, that yeah. says, anybody that says I build muscle fast and I don't need to work out, like just a red light should go off in your head. Like this person is a moron. How is this guy sending people to space? Like, I don't get it now. Like when he says things like that, it just. I mean, it's possible he might. Who knows? Maybe Elon just gets jacked. Or maybe that's his way of saying, oh, dude, I'm on TRT. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, at least say that. Because he's yeah. definitely on TRT. I don't, I don't think there's any question that he is on TRT. 
Elon, Elon Bragg. The way he used looking. to look versus how he looks now. Like, there's so many things that have changed. How aggressive he is. Like, he's totally on the tee. Ugh. Yeah. Zuck, Zuck said, literally, I'm ready today. I suggested August 26th when he first challenged, but he hasn't confirmed. Yeah. Not He proposed an August date, and, and Zuckerberg said, I'm not holding my breath because Elon Musk has yet to confirm any date. And I think Elon and Zuck are also battling over where it will be streamed. Elon seems like it must be streamed on X or formerly Twitter. And then Zuckerberg said, I think we should have a more trusted platform, which was fucking awesome. Like Zuckerberg is destroying Elon even verbally. There's so much. Well, then Elon has also dipped down and said that if you have been fired from anything you've said on Twitter before, we will help pay your legal fees in that battle. And I I find that hilarious because I'm like, are you going to defend... Are you going to give money to people that were just blatantly racist and like, <laughs> and it's also like every company is free to fire whoever they want. You know what I mean? Like, are you, it's a weird thing. It's a weird precedent to set. Like, I understand in certain instances that might be worth pursuing, but yeah, I found that funny. It's, it felt like an attack on Zuck. Like, oh yeah, this is how far we're willing to go to have free speech on our platform. But it also comes off like, I don't know if everyone you're going to be paying legal fees for <laughs> really deserves that either. I I don't think it had anything to do with Zuck. I think it just has to do with the fact that some of people are just out of their minds a little bit. And like I feel like Maybe. somebody at Twitter slash X should just call Elon a cunt and then get fired, right? Because now he can't fire him. Like if they're saying it on Twitter and it's like, Elon is just like a fat cunt like you know and just i don't know it must be like when you have a billion dollars it must just be like you're coked out all the time like you could just say anything and do anything and nobody could hurt you and you're just yeah like, i think uh, you have so much money that now all you care about is how you're perceived maybe right but, so like it's all about like pr and like you want to you want to be looked at as a hero you want like a legacy i imagine those are the only things you can now chase because those are the things you can't really buy as much i mean you can to a point you can sway but yeah i mean these guys have all the money in the world and a lot of people look at them negatively so it's interesting yeah or maybe it's just all a human thing we all do want to be liked to some degree and i would say more people than not want to be liked by most people but it's so much there's so many easier ways to be liked like literally he could just well, respected, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Are we looked at as a hero, right? Like, if you're championing, like, free speech, like, all right, in his mind, he is the hero. And he is a hero to some. Yeah, no, and I used to teach classes about Elon. I loved everything he did in the beginning. And just now when I see things like him calling out Mark, Mark Zuckerberg in a fight and then not fighting, and yeah. then just saying, like, outlandish things, like, I'll pay your legal fees, like, if you get... I don't know, it just seems like... Yeah. And plus, for the last eight years, he's been saying, oh, we're going to have autonomous driving. We're going to have autonomous driving like, at the end of the year. And then it's just, I don't know. At some point, I well, want to see people I mean, deliver. he does have that. He's just legally not really allowed to go through with it yet. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he's worried about the law. I don't I think mean, he you cares. Have, you have to. Right. So Elon Look, even said long ago that like his first goal wasn't making autonomous vehicles. It was to improve traffic and safety. And he thought it was way easier is if we just put cell phone technology in every streetlight. He's like, it's cheaper and easier and we'll be set. But 
because of the bureaucracy of government. He's like, this will take far too long. It would actually be faster to make a vehicle that autonomously drives, make it the strongest part of the market. And now I've circumvented having to go through government. We've yet to see that pay out, play out, but it's, it, it's an interesting thing. And like, I think that's a bold strategy. At least he's trying, he's doing something. Yo, he's done great things. Yeah. I, I just think it's better to move in silence sometimes than say every single thing sure. that you want to say. But if you're, if you're comparing this to like what Zuckerberg has done, Elon's achievements far, far better than Zuckerberg's. No, I think they're both equal in terms of influence. Like they've both done, they both changed the way we live our lives. Like Zuckerberg changed the way we communicate. And like, even the way we present ourselves in public, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just sure. saying like both of them, like Elon was involved in the whole idea of actually doing business online, you know? So he was like a little bit earlier, but Zuckerberg in many ways is like connected the world, you know, through conversations yeah, for good and bad. That wasn't his purpose. That's just what happened. Yeah. That's, a, that's Uber's purpose was to look cool and have a black car in front of your house. You know, now it's just, a transportation company. Yeah, it but like intention matters, company. right? Intention matters. This guy wasn't looking to connect the world. In reality, he was actually looking for everyone's data, which he got. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying pretty much without permission and now is able to sell it, yeah. uh, monetize it and do all these crazy things. He was figuring out as he went. Where Elon has been a lot more deliberate, like what his goals are. And he does achieve a lot of his goals. And I he would say look- they're more noble than Zucks. Yeah, he so wanted like, to get us this space. I mean, I definitely wouldn't look like, I don't know, if you put a gun to my head and say, which one's the good guy between Zuckerberg and Musk, I'm in trouble. I would yeah, say, they're- yeah, I don't know. I, I would say, I would might try, yeah, I would probably trust Elon more. I don't know about that. I, But I'm the same way with you. Trust in what sense? Like trust... To be my a good friend? No, like no, no, no. Like trust, like to watch your kid, oof. like babysit, like who, like I don't know. That's what I mean. Like trust to do good for the world. It's like different. Yeah, put it all together. <laughs> put it all together. It's so put hard. it all together. Like if Just it was to, like watch my kid, I trust Mark Zuckerberg more. I feel like all right. Oh, I don't. Could, I feel like he has a wife. He has kids. Like he can run a family like a little bit better. Like Elon's got kids too. He's got a ton of them. Yeah, and some of them are just out and about, you know, like he doesn't even know where they are. So that I feel like I hold into who can who cares more about their customer at a personal Easily level? Elon, I feel like. Easily. It doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Right? You're look, not gonna you're like right. look the whole here's thing the thing is- about this. We all want to see them fight, but whoever wins, are we gonna feel that good? No. And we know and the who- fight's gonna be trash too. And yet we still want to watch it. It's such a weird, weird thing. Because we win because they both beat each other up. It's awesome. Or what if one smashes the other? You're just going to be like, fuck this guy. I don't know. I'm not cool with either one of them even winning. I'm like, in the end, when I think about like the aftermath, I'm like, oh, this is garbage. What am I? I don't know. It's weird. I, I think they both get humbled through the experience. And the fact that like, Corey Sanhagen fought. He's probably one of the most talented guys. Probably, <laughs> he's probably top five favorite fighter for me at the moment. Probably, and yet I'm still gonna watch 
Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz over it. I'm going to watch Zuck versus Musk over it. Why? Why am I doing that? None of these guys are as good of fighters. It's just it's intriguing. It's, it's just interesting. Yeah, matchups, I guess. I don't know. It's just what draws our attention. I suppose. You know, it's like pornography or something. It's just like we're like, oh, what? Are we that susceptible exists? to just the marketing of it? Is that what it is? The marketing just like tells us what we're interested in even more than what we're actually interested in? A little bit, but no, I didn't really see that many commercials for Nate Diaz and, and Jake Paul. And- no, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but the fact that it's out there, we see these press conferences. I definitely feel like my desire to watch it wasn't that strong until it was literally game time. Then I was like, oh, yeah. I got to see. So same thing that I didn't realize it was happening. And then I realized it was happening Friday. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Maybe they knew that before we did, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. Are our, our, our th- thoughts our own? You can never yeah, tell. It's the chicken or the egg. Mm-hmm. Mark, like Barbie, I read, had $150 million of marketing. So Yeah, but they've already made ins- it. I think it's expected to grow so billion. Yeah, no, so they made their money. So their marketing was effective. There's other yeah. things that do like $100 million of marketing that are not effective. But mm-hmm. the Barbie marketing, like I would love to study it and analyze it because they definitely created something where a lot of people were like, I have to go watch Barbie. Where I don't think I don't they wanted to watch it. I don't understand it. Like, I'm never going to watch that movie ever. I don't understand what provokes someone to watch that movie. Did you see it? I don't, I don't understand it. No, but I think uh, I think part of it Will was, you? oh, let's go to the movies again. I think uh, when it streams, I'll watch it. Okay, there's no chance. I like, like Ryan I, Gosling, so I feel like that was interesting. And the fact that so many people have watched it, I feel like I'll give it a chance because I've been me, there's hearing no, good There's things. no plot. There's no energy possible that can come from Barbie that would make me think, oh, that looks good. I got to see it. It seems in, it's no, but that's kind of what's intriguing. Like, why are so many people watching it? There must be something about it. And people are they're letting like people it. see a long line and they wait in that line they're like, oh, it must be good. Must it? Yeah, but that's human nature. No, but exactly. But that's like not my nature. I see a line, I run. No, okay, no. See, when I used to promote (laughs) when I used to promote at nightclubs, they wanted the long lines because then people are like, yo, why are people waiting there? I gotta go in. Like there is a human element to like fuck, it's exclusive and what's happening, or you know, there's different things that tweak our brain. I I I don't feel like I'm one of those people, but go ahead. I know I get what you're saying, but it's just You'll drive people because there is like a element that we can connect to, right? Like when I said yeah. porn, it's like sex. Like, oh, we all have sex. Well, how do they have sex? And why are they, how are they doing? Like, Perhaps you know, that's some, why we so watch fighting, that, these fights. We're going to miss out on the talk of the town. Yeah. You're, you're going to miss out on things that are just genuine and wholesome and good. And <laughs> you're going to watch things that are like extreme and violent and a little, I think. Okay. That, so I watched Corey Sanhagen versus Rob Font the next day. And a lot of the reactions that I had seen before watching the fight, like Henry Cejudo was like, oh, this match sucks. It's just, and other people were like, oh, it's lay and pray, all this stuff. And then I watched the match and I was like, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I think you have to train to see that it was pretty good. But the grappling back and forth, I thought was very good, very entertaining. I liked the match. And Bisping and Dominic Cruz were arguing with each other. You could tell they like, did not like each other during that broadcast for sure. <laughs> I found that pretty funny. Bisping was trying to keep it lighthearted, but Dominic Cruz like very serious, you know? And so they would disagree a lot. But regardless, I thought it was a pretty entertaining fight, like my own personal value. 
And I really like Corey Sanhagen, and maybe that's my bias, whatever it is. But I like his striking, and really this was more of a highlight of his wrestling that looked great. And I probably got more entertainment value out of it. Like I was watching this with a closer eye than I was Diaz Paul, and yet I preferred to watch Diaz Paul live as opposed to the reverse. And I can't even make sense of it. Why did I do that? And I'm sure there's tons of other people like me that did the same thing. Because it's different. It's so weird. I can't it's a, explain it. It's extraordinary, like you said. You know, like you want to so. see, you, you want to see, you want to see the thing that you don't normally see. That's one of the downsides of like, yeah, just like capitalism a little bit, and like what we're doing. Like, we're not like promoting the things that are like, oh, decent. Like, things have to either just be a spectacle, or they're like, nah, it's too risky. Instead mm-hmm. of like just being like, kind of like enjoying the arts of things, you know, like it's. Because you have to separate yourself from the crowd. But sometimes the things in the crowd, like, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, like when some things are basic, like, yeah, and it's like annoying when things are like overly basic, but they're also like classic, right? Like the fact that they got basic shows that there's a popularity there, that there's like something that's like an important thread, you know, of like connecting us. But also at the same time, like, yeah, we want something different too. I don't know. It's hard. All right. Do this for me. You got to rank them in this order. You got to rank them in whatever order of priority that you think. Okay. Okay. Francis Nagano versus whoever. Well, we'll do this. Francis Nagano versus Tyson Fury. We'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Because that's still circus. Elon versus Zuck. Okay. And let's say Nate versus Jake, MMA. And then the last one, four, if you can keep up with me, four will be Sean O'Malley, Aljamain Sterling. They all happen on the same night. You can only watch one live. What do you watch? Mm. Add, can you add Bradley Martin Demetrius to that? Too? Oh my gosh. Okay, sure. Yeah. MMA. Okay, so Bradley Martin Demetrius. That's five. Okay, this this could be a lot to keep up with. Five fights. You might even want to write them down. Did this oh, yeah. stuff. I, I want all these fights to happen. All these fights are sick. Of course. Yeah, all these fights are sick. But I want to I wanna start like nailing down like, why do we want to watch this more than the other? And then in the end... Maybe it's more apparent over like, what is it that we all crave? Yo, maybe we should have started with this. All right. So dream fights. All right. So one, let's do DJ. Versus Bradley. Okay. Mm -hmm. Elon versus Musk. Elon versus Musk. Okay. Al Jermaine versus Sean O'Malley. Like the actual like only match that there is. Like talent wise. No circus. Okay. Naganu versus Fury and, okay. and Jake and Jake versus Nate MMA. Yo, this is great. All five of these. All Should five of them you want to watch. They all happen the same night. Give me your list of rankings. So like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And if there's time, then I'll catch this fight. And then if there's time, I'll catch this fight. Give me your prioritized ranking. And then I'll tell you mine. I think number one for me is DJ versus Bradley Martin. <laughs> okay. I... Okay, let's assume these are all like, I know part of the allure for people might be that that they want to see it happen and it's not scheduled and that might like push them a certain way. But let's say these are all scheduled fights. Yeah, like this is the one you want to watch the most. Okay. Yeah, DJ versus Bradley Martin. Okay, number one. Fuck, this is so hard. I feel like this should have been the whole podcast. Should I explain why I want to do DJ versus Bradley Martin first? No, no, no. I want to hear your order first. Then, Then we'll get into it. Okay. I understand why you want to watch any of these fights, actually. 
And make sure you look at each one too. Like, okay, I want to see DJ versus Bradley over, you know, Musk Zuckerberg over this. Like, it's important to. Okay, you know. I think I think two is Elon versus Musk. Elon okay. versus Zuck. Okay. Three is Jake versus Nate MMA. Okay. Four is Nganu versus Fury. Okay. Five is Aljo versus O'Malley. This is what I'm talking about. Isn't that crazy? It'd be the last fight. Isn't that crazy? The more circus, the more we want to watch it. I've seen stuff like Aljo versus O'Malley. Yeah. I haven't seen the other things yet. But we've never seen Aljo versus O'Malley. Like, that's what's so funny about it, too. Like, but I've seen things like it. In yeah, reality, we've also seen Zuckerberg versus Musk. Yeah, Two I know. Fucking guys <laughs> that don't know how to fight that fight. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm Not talking about, dude. Entertainment trumps all, dude. Like, it's so funny. Because my order is marginally different than yours. What's your order? I would put Elon versus Zuck a little lower. Okay. I, I probably go DJ versus Bradley. Oh, that's your one as well? I think it is my one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it also opens the gate for like Brandon Moreno versus Micah Parsons and all the like, to me, like that's what I want more than any fights that. I Exactly. I totally agree with you. <laughs> we also, need a just, league that a, just gives us what we want. It's a proof that MMA and jiu-jitsu and training is effective, right? I don't even being, care. If, even I care if about you that. show that strength is more effective at those levels, like even if you have the mountain come in and just smash everyone, I still want to see it. Yeah, I, I want to see it too, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I just want to know the truth, basically. I know we had the old school UFCs, but I want to see that truth over and over I want to know the truth. again and again. Yeah. I, that yeah. could be the tagline. You're coming out with great taglines today. <laughs> if, if I was a billionaire, if I won the Powerball, I'm going to buy the Powerball. If I win the Powerball, this is exactly what I would fund. Yeah. And <laughs> I would just, I would just give them like a million dollars each. And I'll be like, but I would be like, obviously I'm like, yo, a million dollars each. It's just going to be on YouTube. And then you sell whatever sponsorship you want. I don't give a fuck. And I just feel like if you make it easy like that, you'll have like 30, you'll have like three to 5 million people that'll just watch it on YouTube live. Yeah. Oh, 100% more. And it should easily be able to pay off the cost of that. And I'll be like, that's it. Whatever else you yeah. want to do. And I feel like some people will be like, all right, fuck it. I'll do it. Like, it's easy. Just make yeah. it easy. Okay. Like, I don't want to make yep. it a spectacle. But yeah, yep. DJ versus Bradley Martin. All right. One. All right. What's your second one? Second. Let me go back. I do. Nganu Fury, Jake. Nate MMA. I think I do. Uh, I if it was Naganu Fury MMA, that would be it. But it's not. It's boxing. So I guess I go Jake Nate MMA. Okay, that's fair. Then I go shit. Yeah, I still want to see Fury versus Naganu more than Zuck versus Musk. So I would do okay. that. Then Zuck versus Musk. And then Sterling versus O'Malley, which is, I can't believe I'm saying it, but that is like the honest take. That'd still be your last one. See, I'm, I like Elon versus Zuck as number two because it would be such a massive spectacle. And I it just is. think we would, we would get so many memes and like everyone would watch it that doesn't even care about fighting. Yep. Whereas I, I think Jake, Nate, and Ghani Fury, like that's still our community. So, yes. And again, this is my point of view. It's not the point of view that I'd say would extrapolate to everyone either. No way. Yeah, 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 exactly. I just think that Mm -hmm. memes and like the outlandishness, like that's the biggest circus you can get. 
So that's my second. I, I yeah, agree. I agree. I if, if Nganu Fury was MMA, there's a chance that would be my number one. Agreed. That's what I was thinking too. Like it, it's close. Because like what you said about the truth, like that's the truth of like the yes. best fighter in the world. Like I want to mm-hmm. see that. And they're the heavyweights. Yep. So that's amazing. It would, be really, <laughs> it would be really hard to pick one or two, you know, but mm-hmm. boxing, I was like, oh, I feel like I know what's going to happen. So yeah, four. But honestly, man, these five fights or these four dream fights that you came up with, like I think are, would be my favorite fights. I'd be so pumped for them. It's crazy. Bro, Sean O'Malley with Aljamain Sterling is a great fight. And look it's a at great this. fight. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah. it's kind and, of like, and like if you fight. ask Dana, Dana's going to be like, yeah, it's the best fight. <laughs> Why did Dana with slap boxing? Should have just done shit like this? Yes. It's slap probably boxing. harder to make than we realize or something. You know, there's a lot of egos at stake. Like, it was like, oh, I want this rule or I want this ounce gloves or, oh, that's not worth it unless I do, like, like the negotiation process, I'm sure, is not easy. Whatever, then the you just... The more popular they are, the more ego they're going to have and the more they have to protect, both in just PR, their own health, all these things, I'm sure, are strong considerations. Yeah. But there's on an the amount of side, money. On the flip side, there are lots of fighters and lots of people that want fame. So if you yes. you can you can make a Walmart version of DJ versus Bradley Martin that'll still be amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you do yeah, Jose uh, Aldo, Jose Aldo versus some other big juice head. You know, like that would be sick. Yeah, I mean, there's probably even like, I mean, Sean Strickland, who's not like wildly popular outside of MMA, but you know he'll fight pretty much anyone. He's a yes. psycho. You can make him versus. Bradley Martin, but you know, he's just a bigger guy. So people are like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Sean Strickland versus like a Micah Parsons or like oh a DeMarcus Lawrence. I'm like, buying the hell out of that. Yes. That's like the greatest yeah. fight. <laughs> Cause he's still big and dominating, but it's like, all right, beat this dude that looks like some piece of shit at the bar. Like, you know, yep. and then like watching them fight where Micah probably looks like an Adonis. Like, this is what Saudi Arabia should be doing. Instead of giving Mbappe $775 million. Oh, like I do a- think Saudi Arabia tries to get this shit done, though. They do a lot of weird shit. Like every year that WWE has an event in Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia calls all the shots. And Vince McMahon's just like, money, baby. Yeah, it's true. So- Saudi Arabia's like, no women. Take them <laughs> off the car. Like, it's so funny. Like, oh, Syrians? They're out. They, they just like choose. And like, okay, now he versus him. He versus him. This guy wins. This guy wins. They call all the shots. Yeah. They just pay all the money and they're like, all right, they just do it every year. They just completely sell out. Oh, what up? Saudi Arabia is doing Nganu Fury, no? Isn't it like happening in Saudi Arabia? Oh, is that where it is? Yeah, of course. I mean, makes sense. Is it Saudi Arabia? I gotta check that. Dude, thanks to them, we have ADCC, all these things. Like, bro, they do a lot already. It's happening in Saudi Arabia, yeah. There you go. Dude, Saudi Arabia championing all the things we want to see. <laughs> I know, it's the worst. Whatever, I'll watch it still. That's what we do. Lovely. That's what we do. Bow down to the almighty dollar and Sorry. entertainment. I know. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone like acts like super holy and noble, but then it's like, what if they offer you a hundred million dollars? You know, then it's like, all right. Yep. I'll take a yep. hundred million dollars. Definitely. Yep. 
Yeah. How's your uh, call so, of Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I mean Look for jobs. Yeah, okay. So I definitely think we cleared this up a little. Is there anything else of significance from this weekend that we should touch up on? Not really. I think there was a, a little brawl in baseball between the guy Jose oh, yeah, Ramirez right. and Tim Anderson. Yes. And uh, I think Jose Ramirez slid into second base and then Tim Anderson like gave him like a hard tag or kind of stood over him. And then they had words exchanged and then they actually threw punches. And Jose Ramirez, who's like the slightly smaller man, knocked down Tim Anderson and yeah. it was badass. And then Anderson couldn't get up and had to get helped up like off the field because he was, he got he knocked, like he was knocked out. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. He got knocked out. Mm-hmm. I think teammates might've weighed the situation worse though, the way they were like tugging and pulling at both people. And like, it was interesting. And like some of the stuff I read was like, oh, well, usually they don't fight in baseball brawls, which is they don't, you know, like they just like run into each other. Like, why aren't they punching? And then like, I don't know, it's kind of like dope. Maybe they should make it a little like hockey where if they want to fight, just let them fight real quick. Oh my and then gosh. Make it up. Yeah, there's there's got to be some exec at MLB saying like, oh, this is the most viral we've ever been. This is this. I'm like, should we consider this possibility? Like, <laughs> And honestly, I think it's of value. Yes, yes. Yeah, there yeah. was a video. There's a video I shared to our Instagram. I don't know who it was. I forget. But this was like 1980s baseball. And mm. uh, the pitcher throws up and in. And the, the player backs up. And I was like, all right, whatever. Fuck. Then the next pitch, the player bunts the ball up the first baseline. Pitcher gets the ball. Player trucks the pitcher on yep. the way and like starts a brawl. Like, I was like, this is my favorite baseball video ever. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would become such a bigger. F- I used baseball used to be my favorite sport. And then the Same. season's so long. Like, I hate the way they handle economics in baseball. Like, it's just money yeah. oriented. Like, and boring and blah. Like, they just added a pitch clock. I know. Yeah. I mean, they are trying to make the game more entertaining. They are trying. They're starting at least. It's been way overdue, but at least they're starting. I give them more credit than soccer. Soccer. Yeah. I don't know enough about soccer, but come on. Soccer is not that entertaining. People grow an allegiance to it because they're kind of born into it. But I mean, look, women's soccer recently, they had like this game, huge game. The score ended in 0-0. Zero, zero. I don't care what sport you're playing. You play for 100 minutes, and the score is 0-0. Zero, zero. Your sport has a problem. And you know what's even crazier? Both teams get a point and move on. Like, they both win. <laughs> they both celebrate 0-0. Zero, zero. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the worst sport for me. There's Soccer? No... Yeah, like, look, yes, athletic. I understand, like, the game is incredible. Sure. Make it so that there's more points scored somehow. You know what I mean? Make the goal wider. Make that do something. Change it up. But billions of people watch it, so they're like, ah, oh, let's not change it. Yeah, billions ah, of people right, watch whatever. it. Whatever. I guess. Like maybe I'm the asshole. I guess. But like at least baseball is trying to implement changes to make it more entertaining. Speed up the game <laughs> a little bit. Maybe maybe they do more changes over the next ten years. Who knows? Yeah, Fighting I don't want too green. many changes, but I want. That's why I like the. NFL. I feel like the NFL is like pretty conservative, but it's perfect. It's for every 40 seconds you have a play. I can grab my bite to eat. I could talk about to my buddy about it. It's the perfect social game to watch. Like soccer, it's like you turn and you can miss a goal. You know, and that, the, that could be the only thing that happened all game. But the problem is in football, there's so many commercials and there's so sure. many timeouts. So that's course, the problem. Yes. When I had European friends over to watch like a playoff game, they were like, there's so many, like where they're like, oh, it's soccer. 
we could just have a beer and talk, but they'll catch the replay. You know what I mean? Like it's just going on. It doesn't stop. They also know when it's over. Look, for me, nothing's better than football. I love football to death. Yeah. So agreed. But if there was less commercials, that'd be far superior. For sure. For sure. That's a business thing though, not like part of the sport, you know? I wonder like how much do they charge for yeah, I don't know. That'd be just so dope if some company was just like, all right, no commercials, but here's a hundred million dollars and you just mm -hmm. have our name there, you know, like or something like I think also you and I are different though. We prefer our sports to be a little bit more violent. Like if there was some fights in baseball, that would be more appealing, right? I think there's just so much strategy in football. Like for me, it's not necessarily the it's just like the strategy mixed with the violence, like mixed mm -hmm. with like the technique and anybody could win like rock, paper, scissor, like, you know, like it's just, yeah. What, what's the scenario? Yo, by the way, if there are guys out there, not that you want your girlfriend to like football, but like if you want your girlfriend or spouse to appreciate football more, they should watch quarterback on oh, yeah. Netflix. Cause Amanda, like she never really cared about football. She would like sit there with me, but did not give a shit. But she was watching quarterback and she was like, I love football now. Oh, really? What, who was it? Was it Kirk? It was it was Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins and no, Mario. I understand. But who oh, yeah, was the why? quarterback for her? It was Single. both. It was both. OK, it was both. definitely wasn't Mariota. She saw Kirk and she saw like Kirk's relationship with the wife and how they like how they like are a team and everything. And then like, you know, like they'll train together and like look at things. And so it's like a little I bit like, oh, show. here's the field. But here's a background story and here's his wife and here's like and it's so it's like digestible football. And then like they'll talk about. So when like Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins were talking about like all the plays and how much they have to study. And she was like, oh, I get how hard it is now, like for them, you know, and like seeing them get beat up and like how hard it is to lose. And like their eating habits, their training regimens. Yeah. So now she's like genuinely, I think, is like excited for the season. Because nice. it was more digestible, you know? And so, yeah. It, it's it's almost like what Ultimate Fighter was for us for MMA, right? You give yeah. the reality of the situation that's not entirely the sport. The sport is just a piece of it. But you see their reality and their lives, and now you're more connected. Oh, my God. And then she said the best thing ever. Because I was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff like this that already exists that the NFL puts out. And I was mm -hmm. like, there's... There's like an hour long documentary of the Giants season when they won the Super Bowl. And she's like, let's watch it. And I was oh like, oh, yes, my God, it. you win. You won. I, I know. I was like, That's so <laughs> the fact that you want to watch it. So we saw the 2007 America's game where we're going to watch the 2011 America's game before oh the season, like the day before the season. This is the best so hour like, of your life. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah. And I was just like, you like it now? Like, you know, and I was never one of these guys. I was like, I want her to like it like you know but it was like they appreciate it now after oh my watching god it. if she wears an eli manning jersey it's a wrap i know <laughs> she's like i love you like is eli eli's so zen in the 2007 doc like they talk about how like eli threw like a girl like this they're like oh he hurt his shoulder and he was throwing like a girl and then strahan goes but he always throws like a girl like, you know? <laughs> and i'm like this is a super bowl winning quarterback and they still make fun of him you know yeah. and then and then they were talking about how like three weeks later he threw four interceptions and it was a record. And then Eli was like, I'm proud of all my records. <laughs> <And he's> like, 
it's just like how badass is Eli, but cool at the same time. Like he gets made fun of, he can make fun of himself. And then he just fucking wins a championship, you know, over the goat. So it's like, hey, Eli's one of the greats. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. And so now she appreciates Eli the way I appreciate Eli. So yeah, I think the reality nice. aspect helps, you know? And so maybe we should dive into some of these things. And yeah, if you make a nice hour long video of DJ versus Bradley and, you know, you show their wife and kid and the fight and then yep. it's like, people will watch it. It's just, where are you? We all want to be entertained. Fight? That's the thing. That, that's what I'm harping on, man. Like they, there's a means to do it. Like the, this last weekend was the CrossFit games and a lot of people are into it. And I live my life in CrossFit and like, I'll catch some highlights. So like, I'm not seeking to watch it. Why? It's not entertaining. Mm -hmm. They need to like, again, in the end, like that's the most important thing. Like you've got to find the ways to bend your sport into more entertainment. That's it. Yeah. If, if you want to make money off of it, if you want to not make money off of it and just keep it about purity and whatever, then sure. Play mm -hmm. your game. But yeah, if you need additional money and you want to make it interesting and get young people involved yeah you might have to there's a balance i think the nfl is conservative in the perfect way i think baseball was too conservative with like a lot yeah. of things you know and they're like we can't change the sanctity of the sport where and then like basketball might be too liberal where it's like oh, you're just letting all these players dictate everything you know like leaving teams and stuff there's like no continuity mm -hmm. it's you, you got to find the right the right balance of everything yeah, man. Good stuff. I don't know. I'm excited for sports season. I hope some of these things happen. And Jake versus Nate was like, yeah, it's a nice little August. You know, like, I feel like there's like a little break between like last month. There's like big fights and stuff. And just when mm -hmm. there's no football, and it's the middle of the baseball season. Like things get hype around September. So 100%. I think it was a good call them fighting in August. I didn't care until I did care. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right, man. I think that's good for today. We touched on a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. All right, sweet. All right, I'll definitely catch you a bunch of times, I feel like, over the coming weeks because we've got so much fighting stuff going on. Exactly. All right, stay training, everybody. All right, thanks for listening, like always, guys. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, Send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.